welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you're ready. I know I am. Here we are again for yet another special edition of the Michael Deacon program. Please make yourselves at home. We have another one of these things to do. And of course, yes, we are live and it is happening in real time. Can you believe it? Pinch yourself. I know I got to pinch myself and do a few lines just to get ready here. Yes, I'm quite nervous for this one. As always, good Lord. Oh, yeah. Get ready. All right, now I'm ready. Let's uh, lower the music here now that I'm in a good mood. Now that I've uh, snorted multiple lines of crack cocaine. It's a normal thing to do, I promise. It's, uh, you know, it's a ritual thing we do here every night. We snort some crack, smoke a little heroin, and then we're back. Back to normal. And yes, pat yourselves on the back, boys and girls. We have survived yet another week. And we're here together like a big, happy, dysfunctional family, just the way the Lord intended it. And of course, I'm not alone. I am joined by another special voice. Old school, hardcore fans know him very well. Uh, Daniel, what's going on? Are you alive, my friend? Oh, yes, I am alive. I am alive and broadcasting from that itty-gritty, shitty Emerald City. Is it really that shitty out there? I always thought, you know, Seattle might be a very lovely place, and now you're telling me it's an awful place. It, it was lovely back in the, uh, you know, days that Frazier was on, you know, back in the 90s. Frazier? Yeah. And that's Frazier. all over now. It's over. The communists have taken over. Well, that's a terrible, Daniel. Yes, yes. That's what happens when your entire state votes in one direction, no matter what is going on or what the issues are. Seattle seems really shitty now that you say that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's the worst. I mean, if you live anywhere near the city, your rent will be very high. You're doomed. Yeah, and there'll be poop all over the place oh no something that we run into quite frequently around here so it's like san francisco you have people shitting out there on the sidewalks shooting heroin on the sidewalks uh that sort of deal human poop has a different texture and a different smell to it when you run into it you can tell this was not done by a dog this was done by a human 
damn. And have you seen anyone uh, personally doing that uh, in the sidewalk or anything of that nature where you're at, Daniel? Just once I saw a guy pulling his pants down and popping a squat. Oh, my God. You, you know, actually, I've, I've seen a woman not defecating on the ground, but she spread eagle on, on the floor there. Well, I shouldn't say she spread eagle. She, like, squatted down like an empire would at a baseball game or the catcher at a, you know, at a, in a baseball game, you know, she was squatting down like a catcher and she just started, <laughs> it just, she just started pissing all over the sidewalk and she looked kind of like a native American sort of, uh, a woman, by the way, she, she looked very old and, uh, very Indian like she might've been Hispanic, who knows, but she looked like, uh, an Indian woman and uh, she was not shy, Daniel. Let's put it that way. She was pissing up a storm. It's turning into India. It really is. She had uh, no problem flooding the block, basically, with her piss. Ooh, that is a new level of shamelessness. I'm telling you, people have no shame out there. And I'm not someone who... I mean, I do have some shame in me, of course, but I, I wouldn't be that shameless where I'm shitting and pissing in public uh, that's next level i mean there's times when i've kind of pushed the envelope so to speak where you know i'll be driving around and i'll kind of just like open the passenger side of of my truck you know the door on the passenger side and i'll no. kind of tuck myself in there and, no. and pee but usually there's not anybody that's that close like okay and if people did see me it's like well hey the guy has to go he's doing everything he can I thought for a moment there you were saying you open the you open up the door as you're driving and you sort of do like a drive by piss, you know. I know guys that kind of do that, but they they'll have like a bottle with them and they'll just piss into the bottle while they're uh, driving. A piss a piss jug, basically. A piss jug, exactly. Very nice. So Daniel, welcome back, my friend. I hope you're doing well and welcome back to the program and thanks for joining me here tonight. I, I hope you enjoyed the thumbnail cover for this episode, by the way. Yes, uh, it's a it's a very overweight Taylor Swift. Where in the world did you get that picture? It's a very obese version of one Taylor Swift. And to be honest with you, I think she looks a lot better with some added weight on those bones. You know, she's a pretty she's a pretty thin bitch, as they say. Well, she is. Uh, it's a bony kind of bitch, kind of lacking in the uh, buttocks area. Yeah, she's, she's a white chick, right? She's lacking a lot of uh, things going on there. She's so. Like a toothpick, you know? She's got those chicken legs and all that. Some men like yeah, that, though, I, you I know? Never, I've never, like, really thought she was like, oh, my God, Taylor Swift, she's so hot. I just never have had those thoughts. I don't know why. Maybe she's just not my type. Yeah, I, I guess we like bigger women, I guess, evidently. Uh, <laughs> evidently being in the yes. right places. Right. Good Lord. But that's actually an AI-generated photo of uh, one Taylor Swift and I'm thinking, you know, that could be in a few years from now when she gets knocked off. Oh, up. man, that AI freaks me out. The AI is amazing. Look at that. It's a beautiful photo. I, I just don't like how anybody could, like, take your picture and put you in a movie or put you in a crime scene. Right. That's not cool. Not cool at all. Actually got into a bit of a, uh, I wouldn't say it's an argument uh, per se, but I, I was discussing this with a, a, a lady. And... She was talk, telling me about, uh, you know, the AI voices and that sort of thing and how it's getting a little bit trickier these days 
And I'm, I'm still under the notion that you'll still, you'll still know when it's not that person, when it's not the original source, because everyone has a specific sonic signature in their voice that you could definitely pick up if you've heard it for many, many moons now. And there's some certain artists out there, you know, they're, they're scared of that, the AI. But you can always tell when it's AI, though. It doesn't exactly sound like the original source, Daniel. Did you hear the latest thing that's going on with the AI? How um, that AI is saying, like, pedophilia is not evil? Really? Is this uh, in, in relation to what they were calling the AI woke these days? Or they're saying it's too woke? Well, Elon Musk was on X earlier talking about it. I guess it's called Gemini. Gemini, there we go, yeah. It was putting all these arguments forward, kind of kind of the stuff that they would say to uh, protect those people they call maps, minor attracted persons. Oh, the freaks, yeah. And, and it's saying like, oh, it's wrong to hate a group of people. It's not healthy. We have a caller, by the way. Not right now, but we oh. have a caller out there who basically wanted to get rid of their neighbor because he was like a convicted pedophile, by the way. And uh, me and Mike were telling him, don't kill your neighbor, by the way. That probably wouldn't be a good thing. But uh, I guess uh, he got his wish, though. He didn't, he didn't murder anyone, but his neighbor did, in fact, die. So there, oh. might, there might be a god. Who knows, Daniel? Ooh, well, either that or somebody slipped some ar arsenic in the coffee. Or that, too. I, I think something about a ladder. I don't know. Maybe I've misheard. Either way, though, he's no longer with us. He's been future-endeavored, Daniel. Ooh, well, he's, he's in a better place. Think, he's in a better uh, place. I think that guy got lucky then. He got rid of his pedophile neighbor, something that I'm sure a lot of people True. would like to do. True. That's right. But we would never tell you to go murder anyone, especially not on this program. We would never tell you to go physically harm anyone, that's for sure. And I'm just saying oh, but that... we're not telling you yes. not to either. I'm not saying a lot of things, and uh, me and Daniel are definitely not responsible for anything we say here on this program, by the way. Just for the record. It's, it's art. It's contemporary art. That's true. It's just art. So, Daniel, once again, thanks for being here, my friend. I really love this thumbnail. Some say that she sold her soul to Satan, just like the rest of Hollywood, Daniel. Oh, yeah. I, I've... Oh, man. Have you seen all those connections with the number 13? I've seen that, and it is interesting, no doubt. Uh, what do you make of that, Daniel? Do you think there, that holds some uh, sort of weight in your opinion? Or is it oh, about absolutely. nonsense? Oh, there, there's so much surrounding this um, Swift thing. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm sure you saw the ritual where she slammed the, the shot of whiskey, and then behind her, Ice Spice was making the little satanic sign of the horn and guess gestures i saw that but i kept wondering who the hell is i spice uh, who is this a uh, short hobbit looking a uh, woman i kept thinking she's just another one of these artists that i remember when she first came on and a lot, a lot of people were like why are they why are they shoving this woman down our throats she sucks she stinks there's a lot of talk like that now here we are fast forward a few years later and it seems everybody's kind of accepted her they've uh Put enough bots out that were saying the right things about her and they've they've manipulated society into kind of accepting her even though her music is pretty awful just like taylor swift she has a big ass 
That seems <laughs> That's like every, a prerequisite. You know? It seems like everything I have ever seen of this uh, woman here, it's just uh, lots of gifts of her shaking her ass, basically. Yeah, it's really the way that she raps that I don't like. She's just one of those artists that just kind of ties like this. Like Sarah Silverman. Yeah, but Sarah Silverman at Less least is Jewy. a little bit talented. Oh, I, I wouldn't go that far. I don't think she's talented at all. Uh, <laughs> less Jewy, I like that. I, I had to repeat that again. <laughs> she's less Jewy. She's yeah. less Jewy. Sarah Silverman's pretty Jewy. A, a little Jewy? Uh, you're talking about an overload of uh, Jewness. Didn't she have some kind of uh, album or something called... Uh... Something to do with Jesus. Jesus is magic. Jesus is magic. And now we have a gif of Ice Spy shaking her ass uh, right here for everyone to see. Oh, dang. Yeah, you know, it's, it's puzzling because she doesn't even look that black to me. She looks pretty white. She looks almost like a ginger. She's like a ginger. Okay, I could see that. Yes, I'm seeing the chat room here. Taylor Swift is the worst sort of pond slime there is. Evil to boot. I'm not sure uh, if, if she's done anything evil, but probably. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Once you le once you pretty much achieve that level of fame, you're doing all kinds of crazy shit, uh, Daniel. You're doing all kinds of things you never thought you'd be doing. You're you're involved in all these orgies, and next thing you know, you're you're having sex with uh, men, women, maybe even animals. Uh, there's a long list of things. I mean, just look at Charlie Sheen, by the way. You know, he actually. Allegedly, you know, gave it to our friend Corey Feldman in the rectum. So I hear. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, allegedly, definitely. Um, I think that you can look at a lot of things about Taylor Swift. Like she did a concert not that long ago where she's on top of this giant spinning black cube. You know, that's the Saturnian black cube representing the uh, Matrix. And then you have all, you have this picture of her where she's up in the box and it looks like she's shape-shifting or something. Her eyes are getting weird looking. Whoa. And then you have the fact that she looks almost exactly like Dina Shrek and Anton LaVey's daughter. Right. I've heard a lot of that in the past, of her possibly in the, being the daughter, but I don't know how much uh, weight that carries, to be honest. Uh, do you really believe that that's the daughter of Anton LaVey? I think there's something going on. Like, they might just take certain profiles and put them out there. Like Katy Perry has a bunch of different clones. So does Margot Robbie. She's got like, you know, four or five of them. Lady Gaga and Amy Winehouse look almost exactly alike. There's too much of that stuff out there surrounding celebrities. Then you have the whole Eminem rabbit hole we could go down where he has, but he looks completely different almost than what he did when he was younger. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, that weirdness. And, you know, I didn't even think about that, by the way. The whole um, Amy Winehouse and Lady Gaga sort of thing. I, I didn't even think about that. Lady Gaga, a self-admitted Luciferian who uh, claims that she loves to self, she loves to shapeshift. I thought you were going to say something else. Like, I thought she <laughs> likes to uh, suck. I was like, whoa. Oh, I'm, I'm sure she does plenty of that. There's a well. PG show, uh, Daniel. How dare you? Oh, I, I forgot. 
No, not rated at all. M for mature. No, this is a very rated R, very adult program, by the way. Rated M, I would say. It's a very, you know, very crazy kind of show here that we do. And uh, yeah, a lot of people discussed it uh, with uh, I Spice, by the way, her shaking her big fat ass in front of everyone. Yeah, uh, definitely. The whole thing is just um, a, a giant ritual. In fact, you know, getting off of Taylor a little bit, Usher, who did the halftime show, there's footage of him before the event where he's out there wearing some kind of weird schoolgirl outfit, wearing a dress, and they're all taking pictures of him. Uh, just another example of these people, these elite Illuminati Hollywood weirdos, putting a black man in a dress. A black man in a dress, yes. We see that in Hollywood all the time. Um, Daniel, I, I had to get rid of that, that uh, the whole twerking thing right there. It was uh, too much for my eyes for the moment. I felt like I was going to get pink eye. Well, I remember when I was like in high school, junior high, no, no women were twerking. Like To even do something like that would be seen as totally obscene and out of nowhere. Like maybe if you went to a go-go club or something like that but twerking is is really a modern thing and then you know next thing you, you knew like little girls are doing it and stuff like that it's it's really something that you know should belong in a strip club or, or something like that it's, it's a little bit obscene it shouldn't be mainstream like it is that's hilarious by the way what is uh, the fact that uh, so many people they just uh, love these uh, characters that we talk about here America is fascinated with these uh, crazy people, by the way. The ones well, that push these uh, It just shows narratives. how like, shallow people are. You can literally just tell them what to like. That's all it takes, yeah. It is all the what it takes, by the way. You see examples of it everywhere. And I don't have a problem with uh, women, tw uh, women twerking and uh, doing uh, all that sort of thing. If that's what they want to do, you know, go have at it. Live your life. If it makes you happy shaking your ass, go ahead. Did you see the twerking scenes in the upcoming Grand Theft Auto 6? Yeah, that was actually pretty fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. I mean, if, if that's the way the game's going to look, I can only imagine what the, what the strip club content is going to be like. Pretty good graphics, I got to admit. You know, that looks uh, pretty cool. We like uh, video games here. We think they're cool. We like violent video games where you can uh, do all kinds of illegal things and get away with it. Yes. Just don't focus your whole life on them where you're just playing video games because they can be very addicting. That's right. Uh, Richard says, I will allow video game twerking. Well, I'm glad you will Richard allow it. allows it. Yes, we, we like that. We uh, love crime. We love all of that. It's a good time. But my goodness, that Taylor Swift, I'm telling you, uh, Daniel, I'm looking at her again here. And I'm telling you, this is a look into her future. This is what's going to happen to her. She's going to look like this in about six years from now. Well, you know they fixed the Super Bowl because of her, right? You see, that's one thing I, um, I was kicking around that notion, that all of this was a giant PR stunt. It, it was because they, they released the stats and they said that this Super Bowl was the most watched event ever like right. anything like those big pro wrestling matches back in the day in japan that had like 90 people 
90 million people watching this this had more viewers than even that this is just something we've never seen before right and it all seemed to be fueled by this whole taylor swift kelsey romance and that moment at the end where they're like looking at each other and she's been yeah yeah you can do it oh my god i just i cringed so hard i just about shit my pants so you think all of it is bullshit in other words yeah i mean like kelsey was talking about gun control just a couple days before that shooting happened at the parade that is something else truly reality is scripted i mean it's probably hard for a lot of people out there to believe yeah. but if you watch closely this whole thing is just very manufactured and football is just got to be the most fixed sport out there like even people that aren't into conspiracy or into any of this stuff people that are just hardcore football fans they'll tell you that it's fixed right and for some reason there was some weird audio um issues going on on my end daniel we were sounding really really low and now the volume is all the way up everything sounds really sexy and intimate now it sounds like we are you know we're doing all kinds of things in the audio realm uh, to the listeners we're caressing them through through the through the through the speaker of their phones and their computers like a poltergeist we're doing uh, things to them to their bodies right now verbally uh, we're pouring sugar like on private parts where yeah, we're, we're pouring sugar our, all, all over them orgasm through the speaker right that's what we're doing right now. And uh, yes, Daniel, I agree with you 100%. I think it's all bullshit. Sports are mostly rigged. And uh, we saw that in this uh, current Super Bowl that just passed. If you were looking at the score, you know, they went overtime. And then the Chiefs actually pulled off the win with Taylor Swift there going off, excited. It, it was gross. I didn't even get to watch it. I just uh, saw clips and uh, thought, yeah, this is... This is a giant waste of time. It's all nonsense. And, you know, from what I understand, the NFL, they were actually experiencing the worst ratings of all time during this year. And then they brought in Taylor Swift and all that turned around rather quickly, Daniel. Yeah, I, I don't know about worst ratings of all time. I know football is, is really gaining in popularity. I think a lot of these European countries that were super into, you know, their classic football or footy soccer a lot of those people are getting into the football thing and it, the taylor swift thing you know it, it did exactly that it, it brought in people that don't normally watch it and it's all about money if they can make more money by featuring these two weirdos then they're going to do it because that's the name of the game like look at baseball baseball just it's not what it used to be. A lot of people don't watch it anymore. It's it's lost a lot of its popularity. But um, even baseball, like there's weird shit going on. You there. sound like if a you true. These... You sound like a true European right now. By the way, you're like footy. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I'm like, I'm damn. Very, I'm very cultured. Daniel's watching but have you ever soccer. Noticed how the uh, baseball diamond looks like a Masonic triangle, square, and compass? It actually does. Uh, oddly enough, yeah, I, I have thought about that, but I didn't really think too much about that yeah just about all sports are you know there's that thing that they say where i mean and, and i say this as a sports fan yeah but they're a distraction for the masses it's like the gladiator games i'm with you on that one a hundred percent daniel one thousand percent it's all bullshit my friend 
Yeah, exactly. And speaking of weirdos, have you uh, been privy to what's been going on with an old idol of ours, Vince McMahon? Oh, you mean the whole uh, sexual allegation thing? Yeah, the uh, shitting on the girl's face. Right, the whole on shitting on, yeah. That's a little that's a little crazy. I had no idea Vince McMahon uh senior. You know, Vince McMahon is like uh, what is he like almost 80 years old or is he 80 by now? Yeah, I mean, I knew the guy was kind of perverted like just the way he would act on 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 the show, you know, on camera, but this is just a whole new level like I think everybody in the industry kind of had a basic respect for him in some way. Right. But he's even lost that now. Right, and uh, yes, uh, who would have known that Vince was actually a Saudi Arabian? You know, that's what they like to do to women out there. You know, those those women uh, guys are very into on the Instagrams, you know, the model bitches. You know, they take them out there and they defecate on them out there. And even worse than the pooping on the head thing was this other thing where the girl claimed that he had all these um, vibrators or, or dildos <laughs> and they yeah. were named and, and themed after different wrestlers. Yeah, see, that that is pretty demented. A little gay. Vince is a freak. Yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of homoerotic. But you remember back in the day how there were all these allegations like, oh, Vince loves big, big, sweaty, muscular men. Oh, yeah, he does. Well, there's, in yeah, the there's some validity to all that now. Vince is a freak. He yep, is a freak, but so is our... away with his yeah. bullshit for too long. But so is our uh, current sitting president, evidently. You know, he was saying the... Um, what was he saying? He was talking about his own marriage, by the way. And the trick is to have uh, good sex. I'm not. I'm <laughs> well, not joking. Had, uh, several. I, I don't know if you would call it a lobotomy, but he had a couple brain surgeries where he didn't come out of it very good. Eighty-one years old, and he says the sex is the key to his marriage. By the way, uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's I'm a little sure it's cocaine field. It's a little unsettling to think about the uh, current president in that light with um, Jill. Biden, by the way. Well, his daughter came out with all these allegations that he was forcing her to take showers with him. That's right. We did hear that uh, that thing. And these were journal entries, by the way, written a long, and then long Hunter time ago. He's an international pedo. Alleged pedo. Allegedly. Yeah, you can't say that for a fact. Even though there yeah, are some. Yeah, even though there are some incriminating photographs out there, but, you know, they say that was all Russian propaganda, though, Daniel. Oh, I got in trouble for, uh, I guess I was bullying and harassing Miley Cyrus. You were bullying Miley Cyrus. Why? Uh, all I said was, you know, I was talking about her concerts and how they were very risque and very libertine and... I didn't use those exact words. I'm being careful oh. here, but apparently that's considered harassing a celebrity or harassing a public figure. Have you seen the, the sister, by the way? I didn't know there was one. Yeah, she has a sister, by the way, uh, by, by the way, 
And her name, I believe, is Noah Cyrus. There we go. I was thinking about it. I'm like, by the way, what is her name? But yes, Noah Cyrus. And she's like an actor. She's been doing a lot of acting. And uh, Daniel, if you've never seen her, looks like there's a lot of uh, issues going on with uh, Noah Cyrus. She kind of looks like she's on the Xanax. You know, she looks like a pill head. Well, I remember... Um, Billy Ray, the father, he was very concerned about the things going on with his daughter, and he came out with this whole statement and everything. I think it might have been on Twitter or Facebook. That whole family's got issues, I'm telling you, and she looks, she looks pretty terrible herself. She, she's like a gothic-looking uh, broad, by the way. She's got the whole goth look, and right now I'm going to put up a photograph of one Noah Cyrus, and... She she's giving me like a strange Madonna like vibe right now. I think it's because of all the uh, surgery she's done. You know, all these women, uh, Daniel, once they go under the knife and they do all those Hollywood procedures, they all end up looking like a tranny. <laughs> they all end up looking like a tranny. They do. With all the surgeries, they all end up looking like uh, Caitlyn Jenner. They all have that weird sort of face. And look at her right here, Daniel. If you could turn your attention to um, the chat room here. But yes, she's like gothic looking. She's got the goth look. Looks really uh, meth-like, pill-like. It's really horrifying, uh, Daniel, in my opinion. Okay, I'm bringing up the chat. I got to wait for this commercial to play. Oh, no. A buddy of mine's asking for a link, too. I got to get that over to him. Tell him no. No, you cannot watch. It's not for you. This is a private party. Yeah, this is a very private thing here. This is not for Whoa, everyone. Yeah, she is there you go. Ugly. Dang. What in the world? So you're not feeling that, in other words. I'm wondering what I'm looking at exactly. That is, jeez. She looks like, yeah, that like a trans person or kind of a little bit like uh, Marilyn Manson. I told you. I told That's you she had a weird. Look. I told you she had a weird thing going on, and this is like a tame photograph, by the way. This is very, very what? tame. How old is she? That's a great question. How old is Miss Noah Cyrus? Let's find out how old this broad is. And I believe she's she's fairly young. She's twenty four years of age. Somebody in the chat says, is that Marilyn Manson? Or Marilyn Manson, yeah, that very much like Marilyn Manson. She's giving out those weird sort of uh, vibes, no doubt. Very unusual, Daniel. Very, very strange, in my opinion. Well, if anybody doubts the whole Hollywood music industry, Satanism, Luciferian, Illuminati thing, just look into the band Coven go back and listen to the interview with the lead singer jinx dawson who was on the clyde lewis program a long long time ago and she herself tells us that she was set forth by her her family basically to be a representative of their luciferian black magic witch culture well, this next photograph of her is even more disturbing, Daniel. Look at that. 
All right, I'm waiting for it to pop up. Got a little bit of a delay. That happens every now and then. I'm still enjoying the last hideous picture. <laughs> that's I think funny. That's heavy surgery, isn't it? Ooh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot going on here, Daniel. There's a lot of people that are ruining their looks because they're getting addicted to plastic surgeries. It's probably would be, it probably would be better if these people did not have any money. Ugh, dang. I'm telling you. Look at that. My, oh my, yeah. Daniel. Yeah, she's got that issue. I think they call it um, dysplasia. I don't know what they call that. What, the, what can we call that, uh, ladies and gentlemen? Those of you in the chat room, what, what, what do you call this look here that we're looking at? It's kind of confusing. I don't know what the hell we're looking at here. It's like an indigenous uh, transsexual of sorts. Yeah, definitely a case of a person would have looked a lot better if they just never got started on this stuff. Sadly, more and more people, like even girls, when they turn 25 now, they're immediately getting Botox. Keith says we call that a fast zombie. Well, that, that also works, I guess. Fast zombie, all right. Yeah, somebody says in the chat that's not erection-inducing. <laughs> I would have to agree. Uh, Steven says a double bagger. Yeah, you know, Miley isn't, isn't that ugly. I mean, she's not really my cup of tea, but I would like exactly yeah. the short end of the stick. I would, right, she takes more after the dad. She, um, yeah, this is very she unfortunate. She's a bad phenotype. Right. Good Lord, Daniel. See what Hollywood does to people makes you come out like that. You know, she comes from a good yeah. family, a normal family. Mr. Achy Breaky. You know what I'm saying? He seems, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Cyrus seems like a normal guy, country guy. And um, his daughters look all funky of sort. They, they look freakish. I remember they'd make us sing his song and music class in elementary school oh they would Don't break my heart my achy breaky heart <laughs> they would make you guys sing that shit huh oh yeah i would always just mouth because i was too shy to actually speak so i would just kind of mouth the words and try not to be noticed yeah those were the days yeah back before i i knew i knew all these things that i shouldn't know i know back when you were innocent and young and now before you've, I did um, acid, yeah, and I realized that right. we lived in a matrix. Right, before you broke uh, from the prison planet, as they say. Yeah, I, I took the red pill instead of the blue pill. Well, Daniel, I, I don't fault you for that at all, my friend. I think you did the right thing. Nowadays, these kids are grabbing both pills and they're candy flipping. You know, they're doing all kinds of things, Daniel. And there's that term black-pilled, like you're just so like depressed and so antagonistic. Emo-pilled. Nihilistic. Yeah, we, we call that being emo-pilled, by the way. Emo-pilled, I like that. Yeah, it's when you're just uh, a sad sack of shit. Well, uh, any of those kids that are 
becoming emo. They, they could be future truthers because they, they know something is not right about the world. That's true. That's a good way of looking at it. Ain't hard being depressed now. That's what Steven said, which is true. But then you'd turn into like a homo emo goth kid. Then you'll still want to <laughs> chop your cock off. Chop your cock off. Yeah. That's the that's the cool thing these days uh, with the with the generations now. The new generations, Daniel. Get with it, my friend. You have to alter or your they body. Chop your cock off for you. Or like, yeah. When you're four years old. They're like, oh, he's a girl. He picked up a Barbie. Let's yeah. send him to the guillotine. That's what they do to the a couple of Jews out there. You know, they chop off the tips of their cocks. Isn't that what uh, Megan Fox is doing to her kids? Like, they're all trans. I know. Yeah, they're all trans. It's all it's all sick. I'm telling you, I don't understand what's going on with these people out there that want to sort of screw up their kids' natural sort of um, trajectory in life. They want to alter all these sort of things. And then you get what's uh, looking right uh, at you right now on your screen in real time. You get Noah Cyrus looking at you like that. She looks yeah. dead well, inside. Hopefully she cleans up her act and, and gets uh, with yeah. God. I hope so. We will pray for her. We will pray the sins away. Uh, Daniel, look at that. Jesus Christ. She needs Jesus in her life. I think she's perfectly possessed, as they say. Could be. I think a lot of these celebrities probably have something like that going on. I think so too, Daniel. I think a lot of them are all fucked in the head. They're all hopped up well, on drugs and all this crazy shit. It's Getting insane. back to Megan Fox. Oh, Megan I mean, Fox. Her and uh, Machine Gun Kelly have admitted to drinking each other's blood. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah, they're vampires. Like all these people, they're they're all vampires. That's a weird sort of thing. And I know Billy um, Bob Thornton was also doing that with Angelina Jolie. They both had like a vial of each other's blood. And that was before uh, the whole Megan Fox and the weird... Uh, homosexual MJK there. Machine Gun Kelly, you like that? MGK, rather. Well, speaking of uh, these types of people, I was just having a conversation about an old buddy Good Lord. Who, who used to talk to uh, Michael Aquino. What about him? Well, he died, didn't he? He's been dead. How did he die exactly? I believe he shot himself with a gun. He committed suicide. Correct. Wasn't he like in his 80s? Possibly a little bit older. It might have been like 83, 4, I believe. For, I forget. Um, but yes, rest in peace to Mr. Aquino, who's now six feet under. He's in a better why place. Why would an 84-year-old who's got one foot in the grave already, why would he shoot himself? Well, you know, times are tough sometimes, Daniel. Sometimes you just want to let it all out and let it go. And I think that's probably what happened. He just let it go. He said, screw life. I'm done. I've been here before. I'll be here again later. I'm checking out from this uh, skin. And he broke away from uh, this prison planet. Unless they took him out because he said too many things on a podcast. Yeah, that's true. You never know. You never well, I know. Guess he was... In some old pictures, he was wearing some kind of symbol that represents the secret space program. I saw that, yes. Right, he was in there. He was in all kinds of uh, different um, programs. And uh, I had asked him about him. I, I asked him about that when he was on this program. 
but he, you know, gave a very vague sort of response, to be honest. Leading me to believe that yeah, he knew much more than he let on, obviously. That's what I'm wondering about, because I remember that he, he told us about a Stargate, and he was explaining to us how it worked, and I thought that was like some of the craziest shit I've ever heard. Right, there's a lot of um, crazy shit that he said on, on the program, for sure. Go back in time and look at, uh, or listen rather, to those interviews whenever you get a chance, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, Daniel, I wanted to quickly mention before I forget, uh, that movie you, you recommended for me to watch, Nefarious. Ah. I just wanted to say that was such a good film, a very sort of unexpected film to watch. And all of a sudden there's like Glenn Beck is in the movie, of all people. That, yeah, it was very good. I mean, I, I usually don't recommend movies because so many of them are, are bad nowadays. Right. But I just happened to catch a clip. I mean, I heard about it. Yeah. I was sort of excited about it coming out. I caught a clip on YouTube. I was like, ooh, I got to watch this. And sure enough, it was it was really superb. Yeah, it was pretty badass. And if anyone out there is listening to this and they want to watch a great film, that's uh, aligned with a lot of things that we discuss here on this program. Go ahead and watch a movie called Nefarious, and it is pretty solid. Much, much better than I expected, Daniel. Yeah, there's there's not a whole lot of movies about possession out there. One of them that is also very good is um, the one, I think it's called Fallen, and it has, um, what's his name, that famous black actor in there. Which one? Ooh. It's a good movie. It's like this demon is jumping from person to person. Mm. Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. All right. All right. Yeah. Check that out if you have not seen it. I'm going to have to. Do not watch The Pope's Exorcist. That one was garbage. That movie was shite. The people that made Nefarious are claiming that they released The Pope's Exorcist to distract people from nefarious. Really? Those are quite the accusations to make. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about all that, but I know that they do do stuff like that. They be lying. They are lying, Daniel. Yes, the art of deception. That's right. And again, I'm staring at Taylor Swift, uh, Daniel. She is looking right at me, and it is scaring me. She looks like she wants to eat me. Well, she's got breasts finally. <laughs> yeah, she's got she's got some tits finally. And she's sitting on her computer like she's just like trolling the internet or she's uh She looks like she posts over on Reddit. <laughs> That's a Reddit moderator. Uh yeah, a Reddit moderator, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> she's posting an R conspiracy. Yeah. Oof, they're not gonna like that. Yeah, I've had my issues on Reddit. Good God. Good Lord, Daniel. But yes, this is actually Taylor Swift as a moderator on Reddit in about three years, let's say. Three years, I give it. Yeah, we'll see how this thing plays out. I mean, there's no way she's going to stay with this guy. Like, once he isn't on top of the world anymore, she'll break up with him and she'll write a song about it and... And it'll be on to the next one. On to the next victim. 
very very cool and uh, speaking of which daniel again this is another thing i, I didn't want to mention to you because it was deeply disturbing but somehow some way i was bored one night i'm laying in bed and i thought you know everyone keeps talking about this black mirror this uh, show black mirror everyone's all in love with this black mirror so i uh, turn on the youtube also known as netflix and I'm watching YouTube right there, you know, I'm watching Black Mirror. And all of a sudden, I come across this episode called Striking Vipers, Daniel. Striking Vipers. Fifth season of Black Mirror, by the way. And, you know, there's two black guys. They're like good friends. They're buddies. They, uh, you know, it's one of these stories, these feel-good stories. Everything's normal. One of the black guys gives his other friend there. A gift, it's a video game. It's like a virtual reality sort of thing. And, uh, you know, they start playing this video game together. And there's like one guy's like this, this uh, one's like an Asian sort of uh, like Street Fighter looking character. The other one's like an Asian woman. And, you know, they're, they're fighting each other in this virtual world. And then all of a sudden they start having sex, Daniel, in the virtual world. Like they just start banging it out. And the whole uh, episode, they're like conflicted. They're like, oh my God, is this gay or not? Is this what's going on? Are we in love? And oh my Lord, Daniel, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. So basically they're trying to like normalize these sort of things right now. And with all the, all the VR stuff and all the virtual world bullshit going on with Apple and Google and all these people fighting it out, Daniel, that's going to be going on. Uh, I think pretty soon in this world, Daniel, we're going to be like banging each other basically in the virtual world pretty soon. And um, yeah, if you go, if you go and watch a Netflix, go look that up and go terrify yourselves and brace yourselves for what's going to happen in the near future where we will be banging it out with other men out there. Well, I just, I was cruising the internet the other day. You were cruising. Randomly <laughs> You're came cruising. across these these uh videos of these guys fur furiously banging their their real dolls i'm already terrified what do you mean they're banging their real dolls like they're one of these uh, you know people what a real doll is, right? of course these men that go to these uh, conventions as well they take their sex dolls with them yeah the, Yikes. Like, okay i i know the virtual reality thing is 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 imminent and i agree with you that once they really perfect this VR porn stuff and make it interactive. That's going to consume society. But some people are already doing it. They got like a plastic rubber woman in their closet that they pull out right. whenever it's convenient. Yeah. Bang the shit out of I mean, we're almost there, but I'm telling you, there's going to be a time where we're going to go into a virtual world and, you know, we're, we're thinking we're having sex with a woman and it's like really a guy in like in England and he's like this this disgusting human being that's like a moderator on reddit and you're giving it to what you think is like some asian woman out there and it's like some 500 pound guy who works at subway <laughs> well i've i've had experiences like that i mean back remember the aol chats yeah you got, you got catfished well yeah i mean like people used to <laughs> right. always, um, they used to call it cyber sex Oh, God, yes, yeah. cyber sex, yes. Text me uh, dirty things and let me get off to text, yes. Yeah. I Do you remember that world? The, uh, lesbian chat rooms. Oh, my God. Pretend to be a lesbian. 
Daniel, you are full of surprises, my friend. I think a lot of people used to do that. Well, I mean, I don't remember ever doing something like that, but I'm not judging you for that. I think that is um, quite amazing, my friend. Good Lord. Good Lord. Yeah, I will pray but, for but you. But I, I totally agree with you about, you know, them making everything. Like, there has to be a same-sex couple in every movie, every TV show, every comic book. It's pretty weird considering that I think most people don't want to see that especially black people because i mean i have a lot of black friends and just about every single one of them just is very anti-homosexuality i agree i have uh, plenty of black friends and they are mortified to see that hollywood likes to depict them as like you know the homosexual character and i've been told some of my other black friends about the black mirror in that episode they would not like that they would be like what the hell is all this bullshit that's what they would say yeah, it's like that little little Nas X guy where he's, you know, he's humping Satan and he's grinding around and yikes! It's, it's a plot. I'm starting to think that's more of like you know that's more of like wanting to be like on on um on you're like teetering on the edge of being one of those folks out there for you know you want to do it for shock value. That's what I'm suspecting a lot of these dudes do it for. The shock yeah, value. I used, to, I used to think that, but then there's just way too much of it, and it's always it's always Satan. Like, can't they just come up with something else? Like, every single one of these people has to be all satanic and Luciferian and all that. It's it's just too common. Well, I have that notion in my head where it's not exactly all them. It's it's the other people, the directors, the people behind the scenes that are putting them up to these sort of things, the ones that uh, call the shots, my friend. Oh no, Steven says even Halo is gay. <laughs> you know, I was wondering well, Halo's about Halo's always been gay. You could always like teabag dudes. In yeah, Halo. you could. Yeah, you could always teabag them in the game. But that was, you know, that's part of the game. I had no idea that uh, Halo, the TV show, would turn out to be some gay woke sort of a uh, thing. But yeah, Hollywood likes to push that agenda, and that's what I mean, though. I don't exactly always blame the talent, though. I mean, you're allowed to get to a certain level of fame and achieve all kinds of things out there, Daniel. But at the end of the day, they're, they're going to want you to do some gay shit though. They're going to want you to blow well, a guy this, blow. You know, they're going to want you to do things. Called, sorry. There's this thing called the ESG rating system and Vanguard and BlackRock give bonuses to companies based on how diverse and politically messaged their products are. That could be TV shows, games, books, ads, etc. So the the global elite are basically rewarding companies for putting you know gay material in whatever they're doing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I have no problem with the gays, by the way. Just for the record, you know we're not anti-gay here. I, I love gays. We love the gays out there. You know they listen to the program as well. We have no issues with these uh, folks out there. We just don't want it in everything, though. We don't need it in every movie, every TV show, all the commercials. I think you got to draw a fine line between uh, that and reality. I mean, not everyone is uh, a homosexual like Hollywood likes you to believe, Daniel. And I don't even think it's about gay anymore. I think like that's old news. Like that's already accepted. It's all about trans now. It's all about the trans. Yeah, if you're not a tranny, if you're not gay, then you're not uh, cool. 
It's cool to be gay these <laughs> days. Cool. Yeah, that's what uh, Hollywood's taught me. If you're not bi, then you're not really that cool. That's the message I'm getting. And maybe I'm receiving mixed signals here, uh, Daniel. Maybe I'm just a broken satellite receiving all the wrong signals. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I need to turn gay. It's it's all a plot. It's these people, they've had a design on this world and they want they don't want there to be families. They want everybody to have some kind of weird sexual fetish. It's all gonna be about occult, new age, magic, all of that stuff. They don't want they don't want the traditional sort of lifestyle. They want all this variety and color in the new age that they're creating. The new age. What a terrifying thought, Daniel. I mean, look what's going on. We're giving all of our money to Israel. We're giving it all to Ukraine. Like we're we're giving it all to basically the same group of people and nobody even questions it. If they can do that to us, then they can do anything to us. They can get us to like and believe anything. They can get, get us to like iSpice. They can get, get us to like Taylor Swift. They They literally control everything. And when you're awake, you hate your life because you see how stupid everybody is and how they're just following everything along just completely asleep. I agree. Oh no, I'm hearing, um, hearing myself in the background there, Daniel. So that means we have to get I spice, uh, twerking her ass again. Oh, that's the, that's the signal. Yep. That's a sign. Yep. There you go, folks. Um, there is I spice there for you. Uh, I know some men really into her. Well, there you go. Have added, my friend. Get yourself some pink eye on our behalf. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like that hair, by the way. Yeah, a lot of people have been making uh, making impolite comments about her hair. Yeah, it's uh, it's the hair, my friend. I mean, she also has a really weird, ugly-looking face, by the way. And I'm not <laughs> trying to be rude, but she's got, like, this weird troll-like face. I don't know what's going on there. You know, because, you know, she doesn't seem like such a ugly-looking woman. But that face, it's its a little... got to put a bag over that face. She's got a face yeah, a mother would love. really do it for me, I have to say. She's got that uh, sideshow bob-like hair. From uh, the Simpsons. They'll, they'll have somebody new in there in no time. Like, they always have to have the next up-and-coming, yeah. you know, witch, satanic star. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't turn the lights off and, you know, do a few things with this broad right here. Because, uh, let's be honest, I'm, I'm pretty sure I would. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I would probably, you know, do a few things, if you know what I mean. I would do a few things. Uh, I mean, she looks fine the way that I can, I can tell. It's just, I can tell she's just, you know, another one of these evil. Yeah. She's a, like, she's Kesha a ride long line of them. She's got a, there, there is that evilness in there. I could tell. It's all about desensitizing people. Um, look at a, a Nicki Minaj music video. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. It's like porn. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, let's um, get rid of that there. There we go. Now it's more wholesome. That's a lot better. Do you remember better. That, that tweet by Cardi B where she was saying like, oh, they're telling her to do this. They're telling her to do that. They're Illuminati, blah, blah, blah. 
and then all of a sudden her tweets get deleted. I didn't and see then that. She shows up and her face is all bruised up, like they beat the shit out of her. They they beat the shit out of her. Yeah, because if you if you go against them, they will beat the shit out of you. They'll do something to you. I agree. That's why when you achieve that level of fame, Daniel, I'm telling you, you have to play by the rules now, or they'll beat Look your ass. Anne Hayes, like she was literally in a body bag. She gets up and starts breaking out of it. They they physically push her back into the body bag and zip it up. That's right. That's a really weird clip. If you saw the overhead shots and all the all the different angles of her being rolled out, and yeah, the next thing you know, she's gone. Like Joan Rivers. Yeah. Isn't that Joan a Joan Rivers? Yeah, remember like Joan Rivers when she was talking about Big Big Mike. Hmm, I'm not familiar with that. And they got rid of her. You're saying Joan Rivers was one of these assassinations? Yes, I think they probably killed her at one time. Well, that's yeah. the only time they could do that to you. It's only once. <laughs> um, but yeah, they got rid of that bitch too. Well, they... the thing that really woke me up to all this was was the Tracy Twyman thing. Tracy Twyman, yeah. Another... Um... Fascinating case there with Tracy Twyman. You know, we had been talking behind the scenes for quite some time now. It was going to come on the program, and next thing you know, she's gone. And yes, Stephen, I remember, yes, she outed Big Mike. And when I say Big Mike, I'm talking about Michelle Obama, by the way. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, she did do that. She was very clear that Michelle Obama had a penis. Big Mama Michelle. That's what I call her. Now, a lot of people yeah. say that she is packing heat. But the real question is, how long has this been going on? It, were actors and actresses back in the like 30s and 40s, were they all transgender? Were these um, royalty people in, in these paintings from the old centuries, are they all transgender people? Like, how long has this been going on? I think it's been going on for a long time, and I even told Mike here on this program, if you don't think there haven't been any homosexuals and men just cross-dressing since the beginning, then you're out of your mind. There's been plenty of gays running, running things out there. I mean, look at today. You see a lot of it, but back then, a lot of it was, uh, you know, on the, on the low. You know, they kept that shit under wraps my friend but there was a lot of freaks back then you know there's always been freaks so i could believe oh, yeah. it i Caligula. could believe it oh yeah or the hellfire club yeah that's another thing the marquis de sade it's pretty wild daniel and uh, one thing i i always found very fascinating was you know when we weren't doing a show together you sort of went off in a, in a different uh, sort of adventure at one time you know, you were sort of uh, deep into the occult realm. And then next thing I know, now you're like, a, you're more religious all of a sudden. What, what exactly uh, happened uh, to you, Daniel, if you don't mind me asking, what brought in this metamorphosis? Oh, it was just like, man, it's so hard to explain. You know, it was 2020. Um, I don't want to talk about the thing that we shouldn't talk about that gets... YouTube channel shut down, oh but my. that's what was going on at the time. You yeah, know, the big in parentheses. And I was sitting at the computer, I was just feeling kind of sick and kind of weird. Mm. And I slumped my head down on the desk and I, I got up and I just started like kind of getting into this character 
and I, and I, I guess I was channeling and uh, it started out kind of like just a game where I was, you know, just kind of playing around like back, back what I used to do on different forums where I'd pretend to be different gimmicks and stuff like that is just, you know, what I like to do. And then uh, the best way that I could explain it is it, it became real, like some actual magic started to take place where I started to learn things that there's no way I should have come across. And do you it all think, started to connect together. Daniel, do, do you think you were maybe even possessed? I think that it did reach that point, especially when I started to get more into it and I started doing rituals and um, uh, giving permission for things to enter into, enter into me. There was a moment where I, 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 so I, sorry, I'm kind of like getting kind of freaked out because it's no just so real to me, but it's very real. I, yeah. I said that the right. devil could enter, enter, enter into me Damn. and control my body. Wow. And why I was doing this, I don't know. I guess I was being extremely stupid. Like I didn't fully believe I was experimenting. I, I was so excited by the fact that magic could be real or that anything supernatural could exist that it was giving me this sort of high that I couldn't break myself away from. And when this being the devil entered into me, all I can say is it is the most strong, the strongest being that I've ever felt that I've ever perceived, like just incredible strength, like incredible power. And then at the same time, it was like, the, the most fun that any being could possibly have anywhere at any time. It's like this thing was having the greatest time enacting its plan or doing what it was doing. It was having fun. It was enjoying itself. There wasn't any trace of fear or doubt or in uncertainty. It was just completely focused on what it was doing and it, and it loved every second of it. It loves every second of it. That's the best way I can describe what happened there. That was just one experience of many. It's pretty goddamn terrifying. Yeah, I was seeing yeah. shit too. Like I was seeing, uh, I saw a portal open right next to me. It was like eight foot tall, just pure white, just kind of opened up. I was seeing like little symbols and sigils in the air. I was seeing eyeballs. Um, it, it was just very evil stuff. And you know, no one's going to believe this. Yeah. And I wouldn't expect anybody to, but I actually started to have a little bit of a, a shape-shifting experiences. Really? So that, yeah. that must have been uh, pretty terrifying for you to experience these sort of things, especially if you were a curious mind at first and you kind of were, were seeking to see any validation of any of these things actually being real. And it turned out to be more real than you expected, it sounds like, Daniel. But, but besides, yes, absolutely. Besides what was happening visually yeah. or what was what i was perceiving the thing that was really dangerous that was happening is my belief system mm. like i was starting to worship lucifer and Whoa, shit. lucifer was christ he was jesus he was everything he was this he was that and i was not only doing that but i was using my social media and in the show and everything to kind of like push these ideals and i i think now that maybe something was manipulating me to do it or something like that um, because like I, looking back, I just think like, who was that person? Why was he doing that? It, it just makes no sense to me. And, um, you know, you asked why the change, yeah. why I went from being into this black magic stuff to, you know, kind of getting back with God and all of that. Right. Um, well, 
that had to do with an experience I had with a friend of mine that, um, you know, we were talking privately and, and he was, uh, he was blacking out because something was taking over him. And I just decided at that point that, you know, that this isn't, something's wrong with this. Like these beings, they're, they're using us to, uh, push this stuff and they're, they're using us to teach it to others and get other people into it. So I, I, I just, I prayed and then, um, something happened where I was visited by, I guess what you could, what you would call an angel. And, uh, this angel told me everything's okay and everything's going to be okay. And I, I took all my black magic accessories, my sigils and my instruments and stuff like that. And I, I washed them with soap and I, I prayed over them and that was the end of it. No more gang stalking, possessed people, no more this, no more that. It just, that's when it ended. Sounds like a good thing if it actually ended and you were not having any more of, the, uh, of these issues occur in your life. I would say it's a win-win, Daniel. Yeah, if, one thing that was happening that was really freaky was I was having um, demonically possessed people contact me through social media and have conversations with me. And I mean, of course, we can say these are just weird people or these are this was an AI or something like that. But they knew things about me. They knew private information. They knew things that I was doing. Like there's no way they could know unless there's a camera in the room. Yeah, I believe you uh, actually even showed me uh, some screenshots of, of some of these um, conversations with these people that were harassing you. And they did, they did seem to know a few things about you for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. That was and odd. I probably shouldn't have even sent those to you because, I don't know, I was just like, I guess, desperate for anybody to believe me. But it, it's probably not good to like show that to people because right. you could like suck them into it or they could end up no, you never know. the same thing. Yeah, it was, it was very unusual to see though, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it, in the... In, the fact that these things, they knew things, like they had this ancient knowledge of things that nobody else seems to know. And just the whole energy that was connected to what was going on and the things that were happening, the synchronicities, it was, it was real magic. And I don't, again, I don't expect anybody to believe me. You'd probably have to actually do it yourself to see it because a lot of people that I was showing these conversations to besides yourself, yeah, it's like they couldn't even see it. They're just like, they would just respond in the strangest way. Like they couldn't even see what I was putting in front of them. I was trying to prove something to them, but it's like their minds are just like so brainwashed or something. They couldn't even see it. Well, most people are. I think most people already are perfectly possessed. In my opinion, I think, I think about 75 to 85% of people out there, Daniel are, are perfectly possessed and they don't even know it. They have no idea that they're under the control of uh, some uh, dark entity in the ether. And it sounds like bullshit, but I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've and, seen some people go through some very odd sort of changes uh, before you, Daniel. So I was a little, a little creeped out at first. That's why I didn't really respond to you uh, as often. Because uh, it, it rung uh, true under a few uh, people I know in my personal life and what became of those folks and where it led them. Let's put it that way. I was also really getting obsessed with the whole Tracy Twyman thing. And I guess some weird unstable part of me wanted to kind of follow in her footsteps and find out this 
very discreet occult information that she was delving into. I wanted to learn more about it. And um, I I guess I kind of encountered the same thing to a degree. And when that happens, you don't, you you, no longer do you question these things. Like one, one thing that can be dangerous is you start to almost believe everything because once you are aware that there really are supernatural things going on, even though it was hardly the first time that happened. I mean, this stuff's been going on since I was a kid. It was just before I was able to kind of deny it and, um, you know, make rational arguments in my own brain to tell myself that it's not real. But if it's that in your face, you can't do that anymore. And you're just, you're, you're a different type of person. And um, I, I wouldn't really say I'm religious per se. Like I don't follow any particular religion. Right. If anything, this information that I've received, it's, it's, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of deception in it. I've learned that, but I, I've come to the conclusion that a lot of things in the Bible are from the dark side as well. Like Satan has written a good part of the Bible, basically, is what I'm saying. Well, that's going to be a bit shocking for some folks out there. They're going to be like, well, what does he mean? What do you mean some parts were written by Satan? Well, you, you got to look at the Old Testament and the fact that God, per se, is very present in those times. And then you look at the New Testament, and there's no God coming down from the sky or doing this, doing that. He's, th- he's saying everything through his son, Christ. There's a big difference between the God that is vocally speaking and doing supernatural things, and then a God that doesn't really do anything except in a way, speak through his emissary or his son or his Messiah messenger on the earth. If you look at that, I think that that's where you can start to kind of unravel what's going on here. All very fascinating and all very, very mysterious and very real. In my opinion, it, it might, it may not be real to some folks out there. I mean, this might all be a bunch of bullshit for a lot of people out there listening until they experience something on their own. And uh, Daniel, you know, I've experienced a number of uh, strange things, a number of uh, strange coincidences and seen a few weird things. And luckily for some of these experiences I've had, they weren't uh, alone. They were always uh, shared experiences, the the most uh, crazy ones. They were always shared. So that's kind of how I remained grounded through any of this really. And, you know, I don't really talk about these sort of things too often because then I started thinking, well, Maybe I was going insane. Maybe I'm going nuts, uh, Daniel. But then I remind myself that I was not alone when any of these things occurred. So that adds, uh, that holds a lot of weight, in my opinion. But yes, uh, you have to experience some of these things firsthand, uh, folks, before you, know, you really start believing into any of this shit. Or else you're going to think everyone's just crazy and full of shit. Everyone's just lying to you. But I'm telling you, I've actually seen some very... Some very screwed up things, Daniel. Oh, yeah. I I definitely believe you on that. Um, I believe you've had some UFO sightings, haven't you? I've seen a a lot of that. Absolutely. A whole lot. I mean, especially if you live near uh, pretty much an Air Force facility like I do or did for many, many moons, you know, being out so close to a, a military sort of facility you see all kinds of uh, things in the sky but some things you really can't account for though like my parents for instance they saw 
a sort of like translucent, like squid-like uh, thing in the sky. That's the best they could describe it. It was like a translucent, basically, like a triangular craft that was sort of a moving rather slowly with no sound or anything. And they saw this object several years ago and they were calling me to rush out there and uh, see this object in the sky. Sadly, uh, once I actually did show up, that shit was gone. But you have the Blue Angels, you know, you have all these sort of things going on out there where I live. And uh, yeah, Daniel, I mean, I would say some of, the, some of the things that we have seen out there probably do belong to us, but there's plenty of things out there in the sky in that area. You know, it's a very remote place, and that's... Your, your chances of seeing something are just dramatically increased if you live somewhere that's somewhat remote and away from a larger city you're going to see some crazy shit out there in the sky some Definitely. from us there's, there's some from other places go like um one of them is groom lake another great place yeah it's groom lake but you know not everyone's gonna be able to go out there though unfortunately well that's how they do it to us they keep us working so hard i mean i can speak of this personally like i, w I work 50 hours a week and I'm I'm trying to research these things and trying to do something about it, do some kind of activism. And I have so little time and I'm so burnt out by the end of it. How can I go look for Bigfoot or how can I go explore a haunted house or do any of these things that I'm passionate about when I am basically a wage slave and a credit slave, part of this usury system that I don't really need at the end of the day. I could probably go out in the woods and survive off of berries and salmon and things like that, yet I've been manipulated since birth to become dependent on these things that are provided by society, or by the elite, I should say. Right. And uh, Daniel, I don't think I've ever told you about my time up in the mansion in Santa Barbara, up in the, up in the mountains out there, yes. Yeah, I stayed at a mansion, by the way, that was... Let's just say it seemed rather haunted to me, Daniel. Flickering lights at three in the morning, seeing shadow figures in the window. And I have photograph evidence of all these things I'm talking about, by the way. And so video. why were you staying at a mansion? Well, that's neither here or there, but I was at a mansion up ah. in Santa Barbara. Beautiful place, by the way. Very haunted. lovely. Yes, very haunted. I'm oh, telling I you. I told you that. Just about all mansions are haunted. This shit was insane. This was like next level of insane. And I'm telling you, I experienced a number of things there that I haven't even shared here. I haven't even talked about this at all, actually, here on the program. It's actually yeah, the first time I talked about it. kind of weird for you. Yeah, I'm telling you, things have been very, very odd for me. Very goddamn odd. And I haven't even talked about this on this program. But uh, I'm going to have to show you those photographs, by the way, in the mansion itself. And I'll explain to you in great detail some of the shit I saw. But one of the weirdest things I did see, though, was there's this giant ballroom, Daniel. There's this big pool table, big-ass TV. It's this big uh, sort of empty. It's not that empty, but it's just it's so massive that there's only a few objects in there. And it's like a ballroom. You know, the stair there's a staircase that goes down into this sort of room. And uh, at 3 a.m., I was outside going on a walk, and I'm seeing lights flickering on and off at 3 a.m., Daniel, in this, in this ballroom. So I finally 
sort of uh, had my nuts together and actually had the courage to go <laughs> investigate, man. I was scared shitless. Actually, went to the ballroom you're, around. You're like, fuck this. I'm going to face the demons. I, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was like a, one of those people in those ghost, ghost hunter shows. I just sort of um, got a, some strange courage. So I went out there, Daniel. I went into the ballroom. And of course, you know, it's cold as shit in the ballroom. And this was during the summer. This was summertime, you know, it was pretty much hot and warm outside, but when I went to that goddamn ballroom, I'm telling you, it was cold as hell. You know, I had goosebumps, it was freezing in there. So, you know, I go investigating and I'm looking to see where like a light switch is and I couldn't find one. And finally, finally, for some odd reason, I knew where to go and I started, I, I pushed this couch that was hiding like the the light switch that controlled what we what, what we saw outside of the mansion seeing these lights you had to physically push a couch and open up like this sort of it's like a box and inside the box that's where the light switch is but it's it's like it you what i'm trying to say is you have to like actually put in some force to even push the couch open up this box and turn on the switch it's like a giant process. And it really just made me scratch my mind. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> this is like uh No one's here. A I mean, or it was like a movie. I'm telling I you. Hit a, I hit a lever. Right. I mean, there's no one there. There's no one around. So it's like there, there was no, there's nobody else in there inside the mansion that's even uh, doing anything. We're all alone. So did a door open up when you pulled the switch no nothing happened i'm just i'm saying that's where that's where you control the light the, the light switch oh i see yeah but i'm telling you like you have to physically push it around just to get there and i didn't know that i mean i'm looking around to see if anyone was pulling my leg here and no this was as real as it gets was anybody else in the whole place no Oh, that's why yeah, I'm uh, baffled by this. Alone in a big place like that. That's uh, well, trouble. you do what you got to do, my friend. Did it for um, did it for knowledge. But yes, I had to stay in a haunted mansion, uh, Daniel. That was quite the experience. One of the craziest things I've ever done. And uh, yeah, let's just say yeah, I didn't feel balls, I didn't feel very alone. Let's put it that way. Well, a lot of these people on these TV shows, like on the Travel Channel and stuff like that. Yeah, they're all they're with people. Some pretty yeah. good footage. Yeah, well, you're going to see mine. I'm going to have to show you. I'm going to show you the yeah. photographs and the video. That's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to for sure now that I've mentioned it to you. I wish I could show you here in, in real time during this live show, but I don't have that footage on me. But I'm, I'm going to show you, though. I do promise you that. And you're going to say, yeah, this is pretty weird. It'll trip you out, Daniel, for sure. You're going to see uh, some shadow people, by the way. Some shadow beings? Yes, you in the window. You got footage of shadow beings? Correct. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm telling you, this place was, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what to make of it, my friend. But again, I never felt truly alone, let's put it that way. Yeah, those are like... Uh demons or parasitic ghosts or something who knows like that. yeah who knows legion they're part of the legion 
it was a different experience, that's for sure. You know, probably one of the reasons why I don't talk about it is because it I feel like I um like I'm insane. Well, a lot of people have seen those shadow beings like more than anybody would figure, and there's also quite a bit of footage of them out there, so they definitely exist. I mean, a lot of Bigfoot sightings even are a lot of Bigfoot sightings are Wolfman, Lizardman, or they're shadow beings. Like but only a small percentage of them are actually the ape hominid Bigfoot. Bigfoot. I was just watching a documentary the other night on Bigfoot. You know, to cleanse myself from seeing Black Mirror. <laughs> to to lift your spirits. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of lifting my spirits, let's uh, go to another photograph here. Uh, this time, not of Ice Spice or Taylor Swift or Noah, Noah Cyrus. But of course, this is with our homeboy, Donald J. Trump and his new shoes. Look at that. Have you seen uh, these shoes, by the way, Daniel? Oh, he's got something fancy going on. He's got some shoes. He's rocking some new shoes that he's selling. And I got to be honest with you, they are not very appealing uh, to me personally. I don't think I would ever wear some shoes like that. I don't wear shoes like that, by the way. What are these, some kind of expensive uh, $3,000 shoes? They're like $400, I think. But they look... We got to get back out to this mansion and bring some cameras. I now know. you got me intrigued. Oh, now you're into it. Trust me, I want to go back to the mansion as well. I mean, that was one of the coolest places I've ever stayed. And again, one of the creepiest places I've ever stayed. And it's an ancient sort of place, my friend. I think even Oprah has like a house there. And I think even Tom Likas actually lived in that area at one time. It's up in the mountains and shit. And I'm telling you, it is creepy out there. You don't want to be there at night, I'm telling you. And I walked, I walked around at nighttime out there. Very, very scary. Is Tom Likas still broadcasting? Tom is still around, yes. But he's doing like uh, a, you know, he's doing like a podcast nowadays. He's not doing a live show or anything. He used to do a live yeah, show. I remember for those how surprised I was when I heard that Tom Likas and Howard Stern actually have the same agent. They do have the same agent, and I'm still blocked by one uh, Tom Likas, by the way. He blocked you? Yeah. Why? I have no idea. He would uh, retweet huh. me, you know, he would uh, go back and forth me, with me every now and then, but all of a sudden now I'm like blocked. Well, not all of a sudden, it's been a few years now, but I'm still blocked by uh, Tom Likas. Pretty amazing, right? Yeah, that, maybe he doesn't like conspiracies. I don't know, he probably just doesn't like me. That's, that's rude. It's very rude. But that's okay. You know, we're different people. Well, they shouldn't block your fans. Oh, well, you're a you big know. supporter of his. I was. Not anymore. Um, but yes, look at this. Look at these shoes, though, Daniel. I'm still not getting it. You still, they're not coming up yet. You might have to hit no, refresh. I'm getting the snake animation. Hit refresh on that um, browser there, Daniel. So you can see these bad boys and tell me if you would buy the Trump shoes, the Trump sneakers, these high tops. 
Okay, I gotta sit through an ad. Oh God. The ads, yes. So many ads. I, I, I don't get the spending thousands of dollars on tennis shoes. I got my hundred dollar what are these called? Timberlands, Timberlake, something like that. You got the Timberlands. Timberlands, yeah. You're from the East Coast, Daniel. You're from the Bronx. Is that why you have the, the Timberlands? Uh no, they're just like good quality for the price. I got the, the uh, I got the Funk Master Flex shoes. The driving so, shoe. Remember that? Back in the day. <laughs> the driving oh, shoe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this looks like some kind of uh, occult thing. Golden shoes. I don't know what to say about these shoes. I'm telling you, they are very tacky. They're very generic. I've never seen a gold-looking shoe like this. It looks kind of dumb. Gotta be honest. I yeah, mean, I, I mean, I would wear them if they look cooler. If they were cooler, I would wear them. But th these are like C-3PO shoes or some shit. You know, the Star Wars character. They're hideous. Yeah, they're very ugly. I'm rather surprised that they look like shit. I thought they look a lot cooler, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought he was going to be sporting some nice new Jordans. Made in China. That's what someone said right now. Even yeah. the inside is like lined with gold. Yeah, I'm telling you, these are really, really tacky. Scam likely says Mike designed them. He's uh, talking about Mike Hideous. <laughs> yeah, I have no is he idea. Still like majorly into Trump. Stephen says looks gay, and yeah, yeah, he's very much into Trump. He's still into Trump. Yes, a lot of people I, are. I a lot of people are. Some information about the future oh no what happened well this is a prediction that was presented to me oh shoot it out how let me know let me know but apparently something major is going to go down on the inauguration day after whoever wins the next election something massive is going to happen on inauguration day i don't know what it's going to be an assassination attempt maybe oh, something my. even more dramatic i don't know but everybody pay attention i believe it's what, January 22nd or something like that? Wow. Okay, well, now I'm excited. I love predictions, by the way, so this is all up my alley. Not that alley, and if folks. nothing happens, just forget about it. I never said anything. He never said anything, yes. Yeah, again, Daniel, not responsible for the things he says here on this program. His thoughts and no, opinions or performance art. That's right. But I look forward to this, though. I'm hoping... Something, not like that, but, you know, something that would really stir things up. I'm, I'm hoping something cool does happen. Well, I feel like the only reason that Trump did not win the last election was so that they could keep him relevant instead of for eight years or 12 years because he was just as relevant and popular through Biden's entire tenure as president and once he wins the election again, it's going to be another four years of madness. I think he's going to win. I agree. Yeah. I, I think he's going to win. I, I think Biden might croak soon, to be honest. I think his well, time is over. This whole thing with the immigration, they're like purposely just making it so ridiculous that people, you know, it's, it's problem reaction solutions. They're, they want Trump to be president and they want people to 
vote them in. So they're pissing everybody off with these immigrants because once they reach a breaking point where everybody's just like, you know, even, even the black community are jumping off the democratic ticket and getting into the Republican stuff because, um, you know, the, the immigrants hurt the minorities and the legal immigrate immigrants the most. Right. It's not the rich libtards that are affected by it. It's the people that are on the ground floor that have the small businesses and, and live in the, you know, the, the communities, the urban communities that are being affected by this. I don't trust any of them though, Daniel, at the end of the day, they're all evil. No, I don't trust them. I yeah. left and right. They're all the same. They're, I can't trust any the, of these people, but I like that. A lot of people, dialectic. I, I like the people that have uh, such high hopes and optimism for the, the men in suits though. I think it's, it's, I think it's kind of cute. I well, think it, it's, it's adorable. Uh, it's adorable. Here, Hegelian dialectic, a framework for guiding thoughts and actions into conflicts that lead to the synthetic solutions, which can only be introduced once these being manipulated, take a side that will advance the predetermined agenda, controlled opposition, problem, reaction, solution. I agree. It's I agree with that. Yeah, it's all bullshit for sure. No doubt. And uh, that's the, the United problem. Nations. And that's the problem that we're in, Daniel. That is yes. the problem we're all in. Unfortunately, it's a sad, sad world, Daniel. It really is. The, the government of the United States is completely controlled by the F... F uh, the Trilateral Commission, and the CFR, the Council of Foreign Relations. Yep. We are screwed, Daniel. That's for sure. There is no savior. There's no messiah that's going to save anybody out there. Except for Michael Deacon. Aww. I mean, I could, but, you know, I don't know. That's a the man that was brave enough to face down the demons in the haunted mansion. That's true. It's not easy. Yes, it's not easy. It ain't easy being greasy. It's not, my friend. It's a hard road to walk. And uh, yeah, Daniel, my goodness, my friend. I'm glad you're here. I am so happy that you're here that we get a chance to uh, talk about all these sort of things. But yes, uh, to just to finish up the uh, Trump talk here, I definitely do believe he will be our next president yet again. And, um, you know, some nice uh, Scientology uh, folks, Scientologists, um, actually set up like a GoFundMe sort of thing, like a fundraiser thing, and actually raised $355 million, by the way. For what? For his uh, legal bill. I think he can cover that himself. Well, these people did it. Whether or not they're actually going to give him the money or not, that's, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if they have. I, I sort of saw that story from afar and thought, Jesus Christ, Scientologist, yeah. I thought that's not a good sign. Well, if anybody's still on the Trump wagon, all you have to do is look at the connection between Trump and that company that we probably shouldn't talk about that starts with a P and ends with a Zer. Oh my. If you look at that connection, there's no way you're going to still support him after learning about that. Some people will. 
that's their prerogative, I suppose. I think some people are going to support him no matter what. And there's nothing wrong with... A lot of people with, um, still support Biden after seeing him sniff little girl's hair. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah, you see all that going on. Yet you see all these uh, strange things going on uh, with our friend uh, Joseph Biden out there sniffing children. Yet people still like the guy. And there's, there's videos of him being extra creepy around uh, little kids, which is quite disturbing, by the way. He's a sick bastard. He is. I, I think he's one of the sickest people we've ever had, by the way. I think that guy is uh, pretty evil. But yeah, you could tell all the kids, they're all so uncomfortable, by the way. Whenever he's around, it ain't no accident, that's for sure. They all knew, they all had these weird vibes around Joe Biden. And they're probably wondering, like, why am I feeling so goddamn creeped out by this old man getting so close to me and sniffing me? This is not normal. <laughs> yeah, even they know. <laughs> they all know. They all know it's, it's wrong, it's perverted, it's weird, it's gross. But Joe Biden just can't keep his hands to himself. I, I don't know what it is. We've never had a president like that that would be so blatantly obvious with what he's trying to do there you know there's some men out there in this world that are just really goddamn creepy and uh it's very strange to see uh, how some men are whenever there's a woman around you know that's how you know someone's a creep if uh, their whole personality changes when there's some broads around when there's some bitches around and they start acting all different and creepy and it's uh, really telling shit but yes, here's a photograph now of Joseph Biden on CNN, of all places. And he's got his hands, his greasy hands around some little redhead girl. And he's like, you know, she's got that face. She's like, what is this old, what's this old man doing? Why is he so close to me? She's grossed out. I'm grossed out. The parents are probably grossed out too. But yeah, look at, look at Biden, that reptilian. He's a reptilian, Daniel. I think he is for sure controlled by the reptilian race, or he, in fact, is a reptile underneath uh, those, underneath that skin there. He's wearing a skin mask, they say. Have you seen those videos of uh, George Bush, the, the weird crap going on with his eye, like that inner eyelid? I've seen that, yeah. And have you seen the one with his daughter? Not with the daughter. Or granddaughter, I should say. No. Nah. Yeah, there's a Oof. video of his grand granddaughter shape-shifting. Wow. Yeah, I'll have to send that to you. You're going to have to. send that to you. Yes, please do. Please do. But look at Biden, though. Are you seeing these photographs, of, by the way? Yeah. And despite all of this, Jimmy Kimmel still supports him. Yeah, that's a sick... That's another sick bastard. Jimmy Kimmel. He's someone... boyfriend of Sarah Silverman. I know, very Jewy. No offense to the Jews out there. You know, we do like the Jews. You know, they do help out every now and then on this program. The, the PR people, the nice PR folks that we talk to, you know, they're all Jews, basically. Every single one I've ever uh, had some, any kind, uh, some kind of help, you know, to like book guests and different shit like that, uh, Daniel. They're all Jews. Color yeah, me shocked. Jews. Color me false shocked. Jews. Uh, false Jews, yeah. <laughs> they're actually Canaanites. They're not, you know, they're not like the Ashkenazi sort of uh, Jew, by the way. 
They're not the Zionistic Nazis. Oh, yeah. I didn't say it. He did. I didn't say it. It was uh, channeled. It was channeled by uh, CNN. <laughs> it was channeled by uh, Alex Jones. By Alex Jones. Yeah, that was him. And uh, speaking of uh, weird, perverted uh, men out there, Daniel, I'm not sure if you had heard these weird allegations of uh, another figure. And I think we might have talked about it once before. Um, do you recall when we talked about ICP the last time you were here? Oh, that's weird that you bring that up because I was literally just watching an ICP video before we got on air. Oh my God. You know, I, I've been doing uh, some deep dives here and there's a lot of uh, strange allegations about those boys, especially, especially that Violent J character. You know, he's following all kinds of underage girls on Instagram. It's sick. Wasn't he, like, getting serious with one of them or something like that? I have no idea what he is up to. I just know he follows, like, a shitload of, like, little girls that are, like, 13 and 12 years old. And he's following them on Instagram. And, you know, he's one of these celebrities that go and, like, read every message, every this, every that. It's fucking sick. And, uh, yes, he's a sick, fat piece of shit, in my opinion. Just a gross human being. And, uh, yeah, his his uh, his fan base is no different. You know, they're all a bunch of pedophiles out there, from what I've seen. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a sick fuck. I'm telling you, this guy is following little kids on Instagram. And, you know, he's messaging them. He's doing all this weird shit. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Especially if you're like a celebrity, yet yet you have no shame and and like following little kids. It's it's really crazy, Daniel. We live in a really weird world. I I can't believe it, but there's a lot of these uh, sort of things going on. And if I remember correctly, it's like oh yeah, we 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 saw all the signs a long time ago when they were on Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew way back in the day. You know, we saw all the signs. They even openly admitted it. Well, at least Vine J did. In terms what? of his minor sort of uh, attraction to uh, underage kids. It's all true. He said that? I have the audio. Oh, could, are you able to play that or is that going to cause problems? Oh, no, not at all. I'm going to play that audio for you right now, but I'm going to look for a photograph of ICP just to remind the listeners of uh, these disgusting human beings that plague the earth. I mean... They're some of the most foul-looking characters I've ever seen. And uh, we haven't even talked about their wrestling uh, cred, by the way. Oh, yeah, when they were selling tapes with Mick Foley in them and <laughs> he confronted them about it. Ride and Vine J, you know. He's out there wrestling right now. I think he's still out there wrestling in, like, Japan or something. He almost, like, messed up his neck the last thing I heard. The last time I heard from those uh, weird pieces of shit but yeah this is them this is icp right here just to remind you folks the clowns juggalo love are you down with the clowns down with the clowns yeah that is probably the most pathetic group of men and women that i've ever seen in my life by the way their fan base is just disgusting probably the stupidest fan base there is it was funny when they when the um, the juggalos were actually listed as a 
legitimate gang by the FBI. That's right. I, I remember that for a while. Not anymore, though. I think that has been sort of cleared up. I think they realize these are just a couple of, uh, I don't even want to say the word. I can't even say that word, by the way. I was always an Eminem guy. I wasn't ever on the ICP side. <laughs> an I was Eminem guy. I like that. Marshall. You're down with Marshall. That's funny. I remember uh, Necro, the the rapper, when we when we talked to him, he was like, oh, "You wouldn't call you wouldn't call Eminem Marshall," and I'm like, "Yeah, I would actually," because I called uh, you know I called Necro by his real name, and he didn't like that. <laughs> I thought, "Bitch, I'm calling you by your fucking government name." Like I'm scared. Yeah, of Yeah, I remember. Uh, Give me a break. Howard Stern had them in there, and they were like singing the Eminem diss song, and I think that kind of uh made Eminem hate Howard Stern I believe so yeah I will say their appearances on the Howard Stern show were always pretty lively and pretty funny I was watching the one where I'll be honest they're in studio yeah. and Richard and Sal are drawing clown makeup on each other's dicks oh my they god both walk yeah. in there with shaggy too dope and violent jay's faces <laughs> on the penises oh that's so good get pissed off yeah, that's pretty funny. Those were the days. We missed that, um, Howard. They wanted to beat up Richard and Sal. I think Richard and Sal could probably beat them up. Probably. I think so. But yes, uh, Daniel, let me play that audio for you because it is damning. But they have sort of revealed themselves in these audio clips. I mean, they really meant what they were saying. And it's so yeah, disgusting. Uh, yeah, are you ready for this, Daniel? This is fucking sick, by the way. Here we go. Oh, let me turn the volume up there for you, Daniel. Here we go. Last year, she was living with her... Hold on a second, Jay. You want to have sex with her? I said, well, yeah. Four? Um, That's it. I put one, one in front of that Marie, four, Marie. 14, and we can talk. Keep going. Okay. Thanks. No, this is serious. 15-year-old girls. There's some 15-year-old girls that are 15-year-old girls. See what I'm saying? There's other 15-year-old girls that are stat banging that look like they're 19 and, and act like they're 18. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, the, but, but in the other countries, there's girls that are 15 years old that are married with three kids. Right. And that's why other countries suck. <laughs> do they, are, they, are they perky or do they sag already at oh, 16? Oh, no, they're perky. <laughs> oh, they're perky. Okay, they should be until about roughly 25 maybe. Is in your mouth, Yo, I'm saying in your hands, whatever. I'm saying you've seen your, your your fair share of penises, am I right? Well, not exactly. Have you ever had one waggled in your face? Like, oh, ooh. please, Jay, 15 years of age. I'm trying to get to the bottom line. Is she, she right. didn't bleed? It's the finger bang. No. It's the masturbation. No. You pop. Uh huh. Wow. I told you. It's I like told you. To he showed his hand a long time ago, and that's what they all do. They all reveal themselves. And uh, yeah, this guy is a pedophile, in my opinion. Just They're the way, like, it's not yeah, a fact. John it's Smith just. dated Pocahontas and she was just 14. It's just my opinion. I'm not saying it's a fact. But yeah, what was that? I, I'm saying he's a pedophile, in my opinion. I feel, in my opinion, I feel like he for sure has slept with underage girls uh, a number of times. Well, this is what I think is going on. I think that. These guys are such weirdo, 
breaks that the only women that will give them the time of day are probably the girls that go to the gathering of the juggalos. Absolutely. And the only ones that will probably, you know, perform sexual acts on these guys are probably very naive underage juggalo girls. The rats. That's what they are. They have them in everywhere, yeah. every uh, facet in business. Yeah, they, uh, they're sleeping with their underage groupies. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of allegations against uh, the one on the right here, the really ugly looking one. Well, they're both very ugly, but the one on the right hand side of your screen right there, he's following underage girls, 13, 12. I mean, I saw this myself and I was going to show you that, but I thought, you know what? I'm not going to show you a bunch of uh, little kids on Instagram. I'll leave that for the sick piece of the shit by the name of Violent J to do that for you. Disgusting. But yeah, if you look into his eyes, for sure that looks like someone who has no doubt slept with underage kids. Absolutely. <laughs> He's got those well, dead the, eyes. Another problem is that with this whole like juggalo thing, they kind of have their own little world and it, it can be kind of like this isolated thing where Things can go on, and it doesn't nearly necessarily reach the outside world. Oh yeah, I think a lot of that happened. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, the people that become juggalos typically they are society's rejects. God mm -hmm. bless them. They're people that don't fit in, and they they're down with the clowns. They're down they with the clowns. Talk to a root beer. They go whoop whoop. Wow, the dregs of society, as I like to call them. If there was ever a time I wish there would be a big sort of, you know, Daniel, one of those things that go off, you know, in the Middle East. One of these. Well, like I said, I was an Eminem guy. ICP was the enemy. I could say that at least at the time I was uh, on the good side. I wish one of those would go off during one of their gatherings. That'd be nice. It would be nice for one of those to go off. Magically. I went through a phase where I was watching those like hour, two hour long documentaries on YouTube about the gatherings of the jugglers. Oh my God. You got some really strange people you that show up at those things. It's all big brotherhood. It's you, like Sturgis yeah. kind of. You got a lot of screwed up people out there for sure. A lot of uh, mental cripples out there. That's for sure. Good lord. Yeah. And they made a lot of money from uh, playing off of those people. Very much like Kid Rock has made a uh, large number of money playing the whole um, trailer trash gimmick. It was funny how he was calling out Stern for going on AGT. Yeah. Well, it was funny how he went after Bud Light, then changed his tune once they gave him some money. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, he's got no spine. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe he was uh, banging uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, he probably wants to. They're all half Those a fag. Kind of match. What's that? Those two kind of match. They kind of do. Good lord. Like, I could see them being a couple. Yeah, I could see them uh, banging each other in the ass for sure. <laughs> they look like they watch uh, Black Mirror for sure. Yeah, oh they, boy. Yeah, they look like they watch Netflix all the time. <laughs> they they love Netflix. <laughs> Oh, good times, good times. Yeah, their faces are even painted red. 
It's no coincidence, folks. It is no coincidence. It's no coincidence that you're watching this right now and hearing the sound of my voice coming through your speakers like a bloody poltergeist, as they say. And there is nothing more frightening than reality, folks. Keep those words embedded into that psyche of yours. And uh, Daniel, once again, my friend, it's been a honor and pleasure to have you on the program. It's always fun when you're here. I, I love when you're here, Daniel. You know, it reminds me of old times, the, the back and forth that we have. It's always a great time here, my friend. Yeah, we, we should do this more often. You know it. Yeah, we'll do it more often, my friend. Uh, you know, when you're available to do it, when you're not busy doing other things, when you're not living your life, uh, we could when get I'm back here. I'm not at the gathering of the jugglers. Yeah, we, we're not uh, at, the, at the gathering. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, when you're not down with the clown, you could come back over. So, uh, Daniel. Well, it has been a pleasure indeed. Absolutely. Go ahead and plug anything you like, my friend. Uh, Not a whole lot. Uh, just go to endofdaysradio.com and that should link you to just about everywhere uh follow me on twitter i guess at ninja shoes that's where i spend way too much time i'm trying to get on other platforms like i've been talking about um i, I have a lot of projects in the works just time constraints and lack of funds really uh putting a stoppage on that so uh expect to be seeing some big moves in the near future um first thing i need to do is uh change my location i gotta get out of this awful uh, fentanyl ghetto and once i do that i'm going to move on to the next step but i just really really appreciate everybody for supporting me uh michael the michael deacon program all the listeners out there thank you so much for listening to this episode and for supporting this show and thank you so much for everything i have an attitude of gratitude and i appreciate every single one of you out there very nice you go to daniel stay black i'll talk to you on the other side all righty And there he goes, boys and girls. That was, well, no, he wasn't the guest. You know, he was a co-host here. Definitely not a guest here, you know. It's been a long time. We don't really do these things very often. It's always fun to bring in Daniel, my former co-host. But yes, we'll be doing more shows together. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I want to thank all of you out there for pressing play on this very special Michael Deacon program edition here, the um, live edition of the program. It's always special, no doubt. It is always uh, very, very special doing this program. And I thank all of you out there for pressing play and hanging out with us here on a rather lively night. And a few calls actually came through, but my God, I apologize. I'm not sure why I didn't pick up the phone. I feel very bad and very evil for not picking up the phone. But yes, you could have called in if you um, had called in even more and uh, bothered me, and then I, I definitely probably would have picked up the phone. But my bad, folks, we had a lot of technical issues going on with this episode, but everything got ironed out. And in the end, everything got turned out better than expected. This was a great time. It was awesome talking to Daniel and talking to all of you out there, seeing you guys in the chat room. Seen all you wild people out there in the chat room. Very cool. Very, very cool. I love that. Love that very much. And my God, it is that time to uh, get out of here, folks. I can't believe how fast this one went by yet again. 
Oh yes. It went by way too fast, that's for sure. I had to um, hit a few buttons there, I apologize. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, always a honor and pleasure to do the program and to entertain all of you out there for just a short time of your lives. I know life, life can be hectic, life is pain, no doubt. Life can be really shitty. But hang in there, boys and girls. The sun will shine on you again very very soon yes this is free therapy to all once again boys and girls i will see you on the other side best wishes to all of you oh, much love and with that said the world is a mysterious place and life itself is a mystery until next time mahalo Oh, 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 oh,